Hi everyone, it's Dr. Angelica and I am just so excited to be with you and to share some of the wisdom from um, a book that I wrote many years ago, which started my, not just my healing journey, started my authorship journey and started um, my, uh, really my transformation into becoming a doctor. Um, because many of the, of the wisdoms that I put into this book, I had already been thinking about from the time I was very young. Uh, as I shared with you early on in another broadcast, my mother was very sick when I was eight years old and, and almost was dying. And so I was just constantly in question about what makes some people live long, happy, fulfilled lives and other people have um, short, suffering lives of misery. And it just was always a puzzle to me. And I wanted to become a neuroscientist from the time I was eight years old, but never had the, although I had the calling when I was eight years old, I certainly was in conflict with my outer world being uh, the, the medical world, the legal world being of uh, drugs and scuffles and my internal world in how I was raised was that this was not the way to, um, to create health in your life. So, I started just to really think from a very early age and um, about what what caused what causes disease in a body and what causes turmoil in people's lives. And, and in this book I read for a miracle, like written in 1995, I, I had a whole bunch of thoughts and ideas, and I'm just going to share them with you uh, as we go along here. So has your body ever been in a state of pain when even one more day, pain would be too much. And I did not know constant and continuous pain until recently when I uh, broke my baby toe by accident, <laughs> or maybe not so much because I had to slow down. And a broken toe really slows you down, like that. And I was in a state of pain 24-7 uh, until I learned how to wrap that foot and wrap my toe and do a buddy toe and have a buddy. So I'm just kind of going to be your buddy on this journey, even though I don't know you. But you can uh, you can chime in and either join me on my podcast or send me an email or figure out how you can find me. I'm easily findable. So number one, has your body ever been in a state of pain where in one more day of pain would have been just too much? And number two, have you ever watched somebody you love being sucked into a vortex of drugs? or of surgery from which you know there was no return. And I actually watched my beautiful mother being sucked into a vortex of drugs, chemotherapy, and all kinds of things, when all she wanted spiritually was to opt out of planet Earth at a very early age. And that was really the reason I became a doctor, was because I thought there had to be a better way, there had to be a different way, and there had to be a sustainable way. Are you living in, number three, are you living in a situation or, or remaining in a situation that exhausts you emotionally or physically? And is this um, part of some hidden self-hatred that you have, that you feel that you need to stay in environments which are, which are purposefully toxic, purposefully disengaging, purposefully... Um, purposely emotionally harming you rather than loving yourself more deeply as a human being on the planet and with greater compassion because where there is pain in your life 
you really need to look at it as a need to give yourself greater compassion and make a change until you feel that you are in an environment where you're loved and appreciated and set those boundaries and limits with everyone until you get what you need or that the environment or people just magically show up. I got invited to a really wonderful party last night with a bunch of lawyers. I love hanging around people that have high intellect and, and they were so fun and we had such a great conversation. So um, the last one is, are you actually have comatose or half alive in your daily existence? So are you have comatose because you're just trying to get along, because you're trying not to make any waves, because you're trying not to be you, because you're trying not to stay in the strongness of you versus the wrongness of you. So you constantly choose the wrongness of you just to make everybody else write about how weird you are. And, um, and so what drugs or alcohol or addiction do you use to contribute to your half death? And if you're not feeling totally alive, that means you're not living in the now enough. That means you're not risking enough. That means you're not fully showing up. It means that you are denying your soul, that that presence that you have, that foreboding sense of danger that you have or imminent lack of something or fear of something is truly um, made to keep you in your place, round round peg in a square hole. Like, really? Think about that. Think about it just for a minute. Think about how you are denying compassion to your soul. And if you have any of these questions, answers with yes, and the realization that you're not loving yourself, maybe you should start now. Maybe you, when you learn to love others more deeply and with greater compassion because you are loving yourself more and with greater compassion. The really cool thing about uh, the work that I do is that I give a session, I actually get a session. And, and that whatever is needed to be cleaned up in my life or that is not, has not been addressed in my life. People in early, when I was uh, just a brand new baby body talk practitioner before I did all these PhDs, um, I was told that, and I, you know, because I kept thinking, what happens if somebody shows up and I do not know how to handle the situation? And I was told very early that people will only choose you because there's something you reflect that they know they have to solve within themselves. So where there is pain in your life, you need greater compassion. And make a change in your life to environments, to people, to places, until you feel loved and appreciated. And tell the truth of the situation in a loving and kind way, but in a way that respects and honors you. And when you start to raise this conscious awareness, the most appropriate good for the situation is going to show up for you. And it's going to show up dramatically and in, in amazingly short time, and you will notice an association with those things that you love and a depth or non-association with those things or people aren't, that are not in your purpose. And these people will just either dramatically fade away or simply fade away and the situation will fade away as you are presented with an alternative, which is just 
much, much more in alignment with your consciousness and your values. And as you follow your intuition about the direction you yearn to follow, leave the rest, leave the past in the past, and leave it in the past in that day. Understand that you can choose fully and completely within 10 seconds to make a new choice, to make a new direction. Again, the same example, if you're going driving the wrong way down a, right, wrong, uh, down a one-way street, some headlights shining at you are going to tell you, turn around fast. It's unfortunate that we don't listen from a sensitive place of conscious awareness when our uh, life is telling us, get out of here, remove yourself if you must, but get the message and then move forward deliberately into the new uh, environment, fearlessly embracing all the gateways of the unknown. And so... Um, that's what I want to talk to you about today. The rites of passage into a life that is full of love and abundance are absolutely parallel to the rites of passage into another world. And in death as in, in love, we are out of our present selves and something or someone takes over that is, that is larger than our current identity. And a new identity is formed. It's very much, I always talk about water. So there's two molecules, H2, high two hydrogen, one oxygen, and uh, maybe the opposite, uh, H2O. Yeah. And together they form a completely new substance. And so this is the magic that happens when you leave an environment that's toxic, is that you don't necessarily know where the journey will lead you, whether or not you stay there. But you know that you travel through a rite of passage as an intermediary stage to that gateway. And there, in that rite of passage, no matter what that is, that gateway brings transformation. In many instances, we are completely transformed in our realization that we are either in love with someone else, another human whose soul we have merged with, and that's the seduction of a soul merging with another soul is just more seductive than a soul merging with flesh. It's as though two spirits have joined to become one self. In many ways, it's the death of the self. And search for the truth, the reality, the original reality just no longer exists. Yet this new being completely transformed, separate yet joint, shares the essence of divinity in that union and thus transformation creates this joy, this heaven on earth, a state of bliss. And Carl Jung, I've talked about him several times in this series, says that the meeting of two personalities is like the contact of two chemical substances. If there is any reaction, both are transformed. So the ecstasy of being in love is also a surrender to that of being in a relationship above all others. And uh, the essence of marriage, therefore, is to live in love and harmony and truth and light. And that's the uh, intention uh, for relationships on this planet. So bliss is a state of complete harmony in union with your soulmate. And even this, even this state sometimes creates a state of disorder. Because it's a state of being in love is a state of complete disorder to our own lives as we surrender to emotion, as we surrender to the new reality. So love complicates life because it actually in, 
in uh, reverse of the common thought that love makes us unselfish. It actually shows us where our selfishness is. Because when we see greatness in another, that is the greatness reflected in ourselves. And so all, all of love creates transformation. It is this gateway of love that gives us the ability to transcend ourselves, merging with an infinite or rather divine in ourselves. And that's where the magic lies. Transcendence causes expansion, growth into new dimensions. And transcendence and transformation finds divinity not just in our souls, but also in our healing of our body. And I just want to leave that thought with you. That if you are, have created some disease in your body, then there it is just your body is just your soul wrapped in pain and your cells reflecting that. So just think about that for a second and see where those thoughts and beliefs take you. Hopefully into the big way of transformation. I'm Dr. Angelica Wagner. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you listen to tomorrow's broadcast.